0: Service your existing car with us right now
1: and it's worth £500 off your next car.
0: Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota-trained technicians.
1: We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota.
0: Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley.
1: Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow.
0: Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 pound voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.
2: Good evening. Paul Cooney with Peter Grant. A Celtic kickoff 30 seconds ago in Warsaw. It's the Arta Boritz testimonial. We'll keep you right up to date with uh, Celtic playing there in the Polish capital. Just hours after we hear that Calvin Bassey has signed, it's official for Ajax. A deal worth up to £22.5 million for Rangers. What a piece of business. And that's just 12 hours after Rangers had a 3-1 win over West Ham. And two debitants scoring. We'll speak about them in a moment or two. For Celtic, while well, we're reading the paper, well, we told you last night, Aaron Moy has signed 31-year-old ex-Huddersfield. He was at St Mirren as well. And I'm reading the paper here this morning. Peter Grant with me tonight. Well, this man, uh, was one. Of, he said you were his mentor. It's the reason he came here. Maurice Jens, what do you make of the signings?
3: I think he's a fantastic boy, he was a young man, obviously at Fulham he had all the, the qualities, I thought he was a European centre back to be perfectly honest with you his style yeah, yeah, because my, my biggest question mark would always be aggressiveness as a youngster because the way the game's played down in England under 23s it's everybody's passing and yep. moving and whatever and it was always interesting to watch them against senior players and they never got that opportunity and everybody used to tell us how good we were I always used to think to myself, well, as a centre-half, Moritz probably will have to go abroad to be appreciated, and that's the way it's proven and I'm hoping he comes back and be fantastic at Celtic. He's a wonderful, wonderful kid and a great learner and obviously if he's got a manager who's willing to put the work in with him, I'm sure Morris is the exact same. He wants to put the work in and become a top player.
2: Peter Grant, Paul Cooney with you. We can take some calls as well. 0808 08, 17 17 700 and this time next week we'll be back to the two-hour special. The season is approaching. Peter, over the years you've heard about fans saying the clubs aren't spending well or spending enough money. Rangers and Celtic have been spending... A lot of money. We'll find out if it's well in the coming months. Um, but for Rangers, for example, Aribo has gone, and today Calvin Bassey. It's good money, though, isn't it? For Rangers, for for the young talent.
3: It's fantastic, and I, I don't mean that in a negative way. Because I said to you, I think it's great that Scottish players are getting the full value for money. Yeah they used to come up and steal you. Know, I go back to even the times of Brian McClares at 80,0, 700, yeah. pounds £700,000. And I know that was a lot of money then, but it was nowhere near what they should have paid for him because he was a top goal scorer. I think he was the first since George Best or 20 wow. odd years. At Man United. To score over 20 yeah. goals. There's he was a linchpin go- yeah. of and that team. Absolutely. To score over Alex. 20 goals. And I think it was 25 years. Yeah. It was quite incredible. And I thought they used to penny pinch and t- grab yeah. players off mm-hmm. Scottish players, uh, Scottish teams. Now we're getting full value for money and Calvin deserves it with his performances. I'm disappointed he's not obviously stayed in the Scottish game because you want that to keep it as strong as we possibly can but also says the fact that Celtic and Rangers are doing things right if they're getting that types of money for uh, the players that they're losing You know, and I think that's very, very important if you get full value.
2: As we look to see almost the first goal of the evening not so far I'll tell you the Celtic team Hart in goals Ralston, Carter Vickers, Welsh and Bernabe McGregor the captain Hatati and O'Reilly Forrest, Abada, and Maeda. On the bench, Bain and Seagrist, Julien, Taylor, Kayogo, Turnbull, McCarthy, Jota, who was on fire at the weekend, Johnson, Idiguchi Lowell, and Uranovic. Um not many missing then from the from the squad. How many well, I was
3: just thinking there yep. earlier on there, Paul. And I think I'm looking at about four if you talk about the two boys that's just come in, Jens yep. and Moy, mm-hmm. the um yep. We were trying to think who else with the other two was. Jack was one, sure. and Starfield. Yep, and that was the four we could only think of that you would talk about senior players who you would get at this. And then when you look at Celtic's bench and add the four to it, it looks like a very strong group of players. And the manager spoke about still bringing other ones in, whether that happens or not. But you're saying that looks a very strong group if everybody keeps fit, and that's always a secret. You can have the best squad ever, but you've got to keep the players fit and that's another game for them tonight I think they've got one more on Saturday am I correct and then it's into the league programme so that's what the manager's looking at and you see he's playing a lot of players quite a lot of games Mm -hmm. you know you're looking at McGregor's playing a lot of games who he normally does throughout the season anyway and the team's not changed that much Joe Hart predominantly played in goals you know for big periods of the games and Segarist has come on now and again in certain games so it's interesting the way things are building up but as you say if you get all the four boys back in it it looks a very strong squad as I say if you keep them fit. So for Rangers here is the latest boy we know about Bassey. Uh, ben Davis signing
2: from Liverpool we haven't seen any of them at Liverpool he was at Sheffield United on loan. At Preston they loved him there he nearly went to Celtic what 18 months ago. What do you think Ben Davis?
3: Well the only thing you can say about Ben is he's been training with a top class coach and players mm. you know and that's what he's been doing over the last period of time. I know he went out on loan all the, the habits, the good habits that he's seen, he'd be absolutely silly if he didn't pick some of them up when he was at Liverpool. And the manager speaks very highly of him, Jürgen Klopp. I know he didn't play him, I understand that. But the, if you look at the players that they've got there, Keate and whatever at centre-back, I can understand why, you know, there's no doubt of that. But, as you say, I'm looking forward to seeing him playing because he's a big shoes to fill. He's a natural left-sider, yeah. which I like. I like in a team mm. that's got balance, and I, I think that's the favour for him. But as I say, he's got big shoes to fill with Bassey's performances. And But it's more a natural position for him, believe it or not, than Bassi. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Yep. So it gives him, yet yeah, again, another opportunity player back to you if you include John Souter, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously Ben uh, Davis. Guess, you know, so yeah. it gives you all that as well. So it gives... Range, and that's what the manager likes to do. And I think that's what he's a little bit different from Stephen Gerrard. He will change shape and he will put different personnel who start with one change to another and I think that was very successful for them last year we're
2: going to hear from the manager GVB in a moment or two it's still nil-nil with Celtic keeping an eye on it there Peter Yeah the Tony Roxins are had a yep. fantastic
3: clearance off the line you know that's as close as they've came yet so far but as you say you know what these games are like Paul I'd, Everybody's preparing for the first league match. Yeah. I always find these games difficult. You know, you just wanted the real stuff to start. Even the cup competition, I didn't like prior to the league matches. I think the league matches are the most important thing, and any manager will tell you that's what he's preparing for, making sure all these players are ready for that first league game of the season.
2: Rangers are considering a move for Besiktas left back Ridvan Yilmaz, according to reports today. His 21-year-old defender came through the ranks at the club at Istanbul for 62 appearances he's had, and uh, he made his debut. Three years ago. So
3: it's a report today. But that says, Turkish as I said, we, we spoke about that yep. before. Yep. Rangers have been sitting, knowing what types of money they're going to come in. If they're going to lose these players, they've been doing their work in the background and they're proving that, you know, and there's no getting away from that. And I know fans always want signings every day, and we, we understand that 100% as well, because you want to be seeing your team improving all the time. But now the, the fact that Bash is gone, they have to replace that. They've done that. They've done that with Tom Lawrence coming in as well, you know, Matondo, I don't know much about, I must admit. I always liked uh, Lawrence when I seen him. So then they both of them got an opportunity last night and both of them score. So, so fantastic
2: yeah. start for them. Both get six goals and Ryan Kent got the other one. Here's the manager speaking about the two Matondo and Lawrence. Well, yeah,
4: they, they bring uh, their their qualities into the squad. You know, we have a we have a big squad and uh, you know we have to give everyone minutes. So uh, some players came a bit later in pre-season, especially the the new players, but. Uh, I'm happy they they both had a positive impact in the game. You know, uh, Robbie with his his speed and and Tom, you know, is a clever player, uh, which he showed the case uh, so many times for Derby. And, uh, you know, today again, he was, um, you know, especially in the second half, where we, I think, dominated the midfield with the pockets we could find and then, you know, speed up the game to create chances. So uh, first 20 minutes was really, uh, really good. It's a friendly,
2: but it's a good start against a West Ham, a strong West Ham. I think the English teams are a couple of weeks behind us. Would that be right still in yeah, preparation? Yeah, but a lot of them
3: are playing games, Paul, as well, mm. because of the internationals. Of course, so a lot of their yep. players, so... And it's difficult. West Ham's always difficult to play against. It doesn't matter what it's like in pre-season. And you know what David's like, he doesn't want to lose anyway. Mm. You know, but it's interesting, you were talking there, I'm forgetting about Cuckoo, used to be yeah. a Derby's manager. And I don't know if Tom Lawrence was there when he was there I'm just trying yeah. to think in my mind there because maybe that was he's looked into it a wee bit yeah. because I was always yeah. wanting to think about the connection there but I'm forgetting that Philip was there for a period of time and obviously Geo played with him for a long time you know and so he maybe gave him that heads up on him because exactly what he says he's a talented boy and I'm saying he'll be an asset to Rangers there's no doubt of that he's something different he's got a goal on him um, so I'm sure you will be delighted the way they started because it's, as I said to you it's alright priority signing for Rangers yep. and Celtic <laughs> it's to do everybody tells you as once, you're in? once yep. you're in the door and they've got off to a fantastic start both of them Malik Tillman of course was there last night as well they were introduced to the crowd
2: before the game still now nil with Celtic in Warsaw it'll be hot there but maybe not as hot as it's been here in Scotland it's not so bad today though Peter uh, but we can't you? complain we can't complain was it
3: 34 yeah. yeah but I love I love this because yeah. we can guarantee we're going to get the bad weather for that's sure. why I don't complain <laughs>
2: <laughs> Glenn Kamara so he's back in the news it'd been quiet about Kamara for a while hadn't it but um, I see the manager saying that he's somebody they would love to keep
4: you know we know we have a, a squad who's very uh, uh, liked by many many clubs in Europe you know if you see Glenn uh, today playing as well you know played really well I'm really happy with with Glenn uh, and uh, you know hopefully he will he will stay a Rangers player for for many years
2: he hopes it do you think he will stay or is he one of the players who might go
4: yeah again I think they're preparing
3: for losing him if you understand what I'm saying because if they get the full value and I think that's the important thing but yeah again credit to the player he's not been Chap the yep. not that we know of it's not been all over the newspapers as we keep going on about and he's, while he's there he's doing his best for Rangers Football Club and that's what you do as a football player and if somebody comes in and offers crazy money there's absolutely no doubt Rangers will take it as Celtic would do you know if somebody offers you crazy money and you think it's good value you will take it but the secret is you've always got to be prepared for losing your best players and the good thing for me is it's been a hell of a long time since so many Celtic Rangers players have been getting talked about with big clubs yep. people want them and I think that's great credit to both teams last year.
2: What's the price, would you think, for Glenn Camara? We all know it was 50 grand from Dundee a few years ago. Phenomenal for nothing, really. What do you think it would take?
3: Well, I, for I look at the ball. In? I mean, I, I get a bit embarrassed because these boys are way ahead of some of the boys I see going for 20 million. Mm. You know, way ahead of them. But because these boys have been playing, these other boys have been playing in England or they've got a fancy name, all of a sudden they think oh, they should be worth a hell of a lot more. And that's why I'm so delighted that Rangers get the value they did you know, on uh, Bassey, because I think that's so, so important. But as I say, it's the performances of the teams and how big a clubs that uh, the Celtic Rangers are. You know, the, the clubs are coming now looking at their players and that, that's great credit to the, both sets of managers in the respect that and the way the teams play. But you'd never want to lose your best players. But unfortunately, when you're being successful, that goes with it. That's the prize. And I'm sure... We hope that's going to be the same next year because it means we've had a very, very successful season if teams are coming looking for Celtic Rangers players again.
2: I'm going to ask you which. uh, We ask you every week because obviously every week now, every day there are signs coming. Are there more to come at Rangers, we would imagine, and maybe more still to go? Um, At Celtic, are there many? I don't think there's many more signings. Are there any more to come?
3: Well, you're looking at it just now, and if you had the four boys who would say we would class as first team uh, players, squad players for sure, and definitely in the squads, you're looking at it and you're thinking. Yeah, I think you will still be maybe one maybe one, mm. one, one or two maximum I'd think because you don't want to go top heavy no matter what I know you've got a name 25 for Europe and whatever but you don't want to go too heavy because the biggest problem is yes you're going to pick up injuries but what you don't want is good senior players having no games whatsoever because they can be a nightmare <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. and we still got I, yeah and yeah. we still got to remember I, we've spoken about it, what's the Mikey Johnsons and that going to do mm. are they going to go out on loan to get some game time or are they going to be part of it and that's a decision the manager can only know because he's working with them every day do they become big parts of the squad or are they better to go and get that value going out and training and playing with someone constantly and getting a game being a starter predominantly and for me, you know, what I'm like with young players. I think yeah. young players should be playing. You do
2: indeed. Uh, I see Borat's there. Did he? Did he fumble the ball there? Is it a corner? Well, I think set? that's as high as he can get off the ground now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. A wee bit heavier. A wee bit heavier. A, little bit, a little bit
3: more timber. <laughs> yeah. but, you know, he's still a, a fantastic goalkeeper, and listen, he'll be wanting to keep a clean sheet. There is no doubt of yeah. that. No, Arthur, <laughs> you know that the type he is. And, I say just delighted for them because there was a wee bit of concern prior what yeah. people they were talking about two or 3,000 people and as you can see there's a hell of a it lot more good. than that there yes.
2: it's a terrific stadium I've been in it once I don't know if you've been in that no, one I have no, not. it's no. magnificent and um, they're a great set of supporters they're really vocal they're loud um, I'm, it's good to see I think that's part out. of the concern yeah. wasn't
3: it because it's sure. such a bad season last year yeah. mm-hmm. and I think there was a wee bit of animosity yeah. between the, obviously the supporters and the directors mm-hmm. you know and Arthur's tried to calm that down and as you say you're just delighted it's great for Celtic going there to play the game because he was such a big player for Celtic during that period of time as well. Um, and as I say, he was one that could come and He was able to handle that Celtic scenario. Okay, people laugh about certain things he'd done and whatever. Yeah. you know, And he was a hothead. And, and that, that was his character. Yeah. Yeah. That was his character. And mm-hmm. listen, we're always crying out for it, you know, everyone's too perfect now, you know, and there's no yeah. doubt about a oh, great pass. Great chance. Oh, oh, what, a Celt- oh, yep, great what a save what a save perfect timing Paul perfect timing great save from match Apple commentator Paul. Peter Grant <laughs> watching there oh, magnificent save Celtic TV yeah, yeah. yeah exactly so, but that's the qualities he had and he always had the moments no matter how much he dominated the game he always had the moments to make a save and he always managed to do it And the chance there for Celtic James Forrest who's been he's been on form hasn't he I know
2: it's pre-season but he's getting a fair bit of game time
3: well it's very important for James yet again he's yep. another one but the interesting thing for me is that he seems to be on the left hand side because mm-hmm. when I've seen the team lining up I'm thinking Matt O'Reilly who's mm-hmm. played the pass to James he's definitely better coming in off the right hand side you know and I couldn't see I wouldn't like to have seen him playing on the left hand side and he's played a fantastic pass to James James had a great first touch but an equally fantastic say from Arthur Celtic playing in a, a new away strip there's always new strips aren't there do you like that one Peter so it's black with I, a listen you know what I'm the, like Paul you can't beat the green and white hoops and that, that that's <laughs> never going to change you know I never ever loved no. playing in the second <laughs> strips or third strips so always the, and that was always one for the I'm numbers just, I know with television it's completely different now I'm just trying to p- paint a picture here for the Go Radio uh, listeners so it's the black with the,
2: the stripes isn't yeah, it yes it is it's a yeah. lovely bit as I say you can't beat the hoops Fa- fashion correspondent <laughs> Peter Grant there <laughs> With that phrase, um, can't beat the hoops. That's his feeling there. But you have been talking up Rangers and Celtic and Rangers quite a lot in terms of you know the Calvin Basses, the Joe Aribo, and it's good to see players not leaving for you know three, four, five million.
3: I'm delighted for Rangers, yep. but in the respect of that, because I want it to be competitive with Celtic winning. I know people know that. That's that's yep. my legion's lies, and that's never going to change in yep. that respect. But as I say, when the, the Scottish league is strong as it is, and it play. Ajax coming to buy mm. a Celtic and a Rangers player is yeah. fantastic and, and spend the amount of money is at the third highest in their history Correct. they're yep. talking about you know that yep. that's fabulous and that's only great credit to the European run they had mm. people seeing maybe Rangers how well they played in Europe and Germany against the Dortmunds and the teams they knocked out so that can only be great for a Scottish game because it's got enough knocking and I'm listen you know yourself mm. I've, I've been a big backer off it I'll watch a hell of a lot of rubbish down in England yep. you know what I mean so I'm, I'm delighted because I think there's a lot of good things and we could have a lot of things better you know sure. but there's a hell of a lot of good things and the quality of the players is equally as good as anything down south and I'm not talking about the top because we know financially that's impossible but if you're talking people say ah they wouldn't need to last in the championship give us a break mm-hmm. you know what I mean I've been down there long enough sure put you to sleep <laughs> <laughs> it's true isn't it oh, but yeah. It's, yeah there's some good football but so much of it but Paul you... it becomes mundane because they play so many games yeah and you're, they're just travelling up and down the country. They're playing a game. They, you don't get any coaching because there's so many games on in the Championship. So they, you got to watch the games and you know before you go what the type of game it's going to be. When I watch up here, Celtic will try and play with a certain style. Rangers are bringing mm-hmm. something different to it with Geo's team. You know, they change the systems and whatever. And you don't see that down. south. everybody knows how everybody's playing and you, it's either going to be a winner or a lose and the respect off the games are not as exciting to right. watch. And as I say, I've been doing there for 25 years, so I'm not saying that lightly.
2: So be- below which level? I-, I take it you're not talking about Man City or No, because or that's impossible. Yeah.
3: So where would you say is this lower in the Premier League or the Championship? The- these boys could yeah. play in the Premier League. Sure. The- these boys. Yeah. Uh, Celtic Rangers, without a shadow of a doubt, could play in the Premier League now. Any team from a, what Newcastle down? Any of them. Yeah. You know, because they've got the fan base, they've got the support mm-hmm. base, they've got all that there. And as I say if you're in that group all well, them you're going to be able to get the players they're getting of course, you know yeah. and well, I, after a couple of years they could compete I, surely I've always said that people say coaching. to me well, if yeah. you went into the Premier yeah. League how long would it take and I'm saying five years that Celtic Rangers and that would be challenging for their top six equal, easily and, I'm, and I say that lightly mm. but that would be easily because I think financially they'd be on the same playing ground mm. the attraction the support and the fan base that you have here is phenomenal and as I said to you before Outside Manchester United, these are the only two clubs that play under that pressure that they play under. These are the only two clubs. There's no getting away from that compared to the Manchester Cities, Chelsea's, you name it. I don't care. Only Manchester United is above or on that part of the pressure that goes along with playing with a Celtic or a Rangers or even supporting them.
2: More from Peter after this.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers
3: across Scotland. Let's go,
0: go, go,
2: go! There's been a goal in Warsaw,
3: Peter Grant. Yeah, fantastic ball for Callum McGregor. Great run by Hatati, which has his, has his strength, to be perfectly honest with yeah. you. He doesn't like running the other way when people run off him. But what he's very good at is running off the back end of defenders. A fantastic ball for McGregor and a great. Finished by Hatati over at the top of Arthur and it's been a very good game actually Paul you know it's been end to end there's been chances of both sides but Celtic have start, started really well as well you know good passing the ball well as I say they're having, McGregor's having a big influence on it as you expect
2: Pre-season is almost over Rangers winning 3-1 last night against West Ham uh, the West Ham goal coming from Thomas Suchek somebody we all know well the Rangers goals coming from Matondo uh, and Lawrence and also Ryan Kent more about that shortly more from GVB the real stuff's on tomorrow night Motherwell will be in action in Europe against Sligo Rovers and someday he'll be at the game tomorrow I think is on the line now it's our own friend Stephen Reside is on hi Stephen
3: hi guys how you doing evening Stephen good how you
2: how's the summer going
5: yeah, uh, has been good. Um, I would say it's been relaxing, but I it's say to say I've been enjoying my time off and
2: um, away from the football. yeah, <laughs> you, you, you <laughs> deserve it, Stephen I think you are going to join us soon. I tried to get you yesterday. I know we missed each other. We just wanted to have a quick word just now because obviously there's a lot on. Just now, we're only on till six. What about tomorrow night, though? Motherwell against Sligo Rovers. Um, what are you feeling about it? You've got you were frustrated last season, and then you ended up top six. But what's your feeling now? With the big game tomorrow night,
5: I mean, I, I think when you look at this Sligo game against Bala, a lot of the uh, people that watched it relayed uh, back to me that they seem to cope with the physical, uh, not cope well with the physical aspect mm-hmm. of the game. So um, I'm hoping the Van Beans fit and we can get into them that way. And another thing that they told me was the goalkeeper Ed McGinty. He has he's one of the better performers. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I believe there was a big put in for Millie Glenside in England for them. I don't know whether that's been completed yet or not, but if he's not playing tomorrow, then that's a bonus to it. and I'm really hoping we get the result because I've booked I've took the gamble and I've booked <laughs> trigger every carter.
2: Excellent. you've been over to uh, Ireland over to the West Coast. Um the keeper could be well in his way. We don't know if he's going to be there tomorrow.
3: You know a Scots or something just yeah, got a Scots yeah, has, That's right. Yeah. yeah. Peter, what do you reckon? What do you feel? Uh, my only concern and it always is at this early Mullerwell are not up to speed where Sligo have yeah. been playing games mm-hmm. and it it does definitely make an effect on it you know what I mean there is absolutely no doubt of that the players are not up to speed and that's my concern if you were taking and, and everybody was everything was even keel I'd be fancying Muller and they finished the season much better because I'd seen them a few times and I was really disappointed and then they had a couple of big, big results that got them into the top six you know which was important for them and yeah, I, I always like to go I went and seen Muller quite a lot last year because it's not far from where I live and yeah. I went over to see them quite a bit and I was, I was disappointed but Van Veen was a big, big player for them in that period and I think he, he galvanised them during the period I, I, he always seemed as if he was carrying a shoulder problem and then that seemed to get better and then he became a better player for them during that period and they couldn't do without him and I thought that was a big, big player for them
2: Stephen I saw a great picture of you and Van Veen uh, at the club just a, a couple of months ago Is he? I think he's your favourite at the moment
5: Ah, oh, he's definitely a fan favourite. I mean you like anybody, but that scores goals and uh, he seems to like to get to totally centre half. Some particular Declan Gallagher, so we enjoyed that. <laughs> um, that's nothing against Declan, great player, but it's just good to see a striker that 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 puts in what a fan would put in uh, when he's on the pitch. He gives you that total sort of effort and the matches. It with, with the goal contribution as well. So What are you thinking so about the squad play
2: overall, Stephen? What do you want to see happen before? We've got 43 days left of the transfer window. But what budget do you have?
5: Well, Graham Alexander's come out and said that he was wanting to trim the squad down because he thought it was too big last season. Mm -hmm. For me, though, I look at it, I still think we need another defender because we did concede a lot of goals. I mean, we were bought in Paul McGuinness good signing Mm -hmm. international standards. He's got a cap for Scotland, so... Mm -hmm. I'm not going to complain at that. that. That that adds to a backline. Uh, but I start, I look at the the squad on the website, and we've only got five recognised forwards now. That's including Young Mahan, who we bought in in January last year. Um, I still think we need another because we play three up front. So I would like another forward to come in, and another defender, and then I think we're fine.
2: Paul McGinn good signing uh, competition at the back there Stephen O'Donnell two international players
3: absolutely and they can play different positions as Stephen can do and I think that's important in any club if you've got guys that can play in different uh, areas of the pitch especially if you've not got a big budget Stephen on about strikers, it's always the most difficult one to try and get. You know, I mean, it used to be a shopping ground for Celtic model with all the strikers we used mm-hmm. to take for yeah. them because it, they always had yeah. great strikers. Yep. You know, Brian McClure. Absolutely. You go through them all. I used to watch Wally Pettigrew and that all play oh, there. Fun. You know, yep. all these guys. I used to go over to Marlowe when Celtic played there, obviously, and watch all these guys. They always seem to be fantastic strikers. Dougie Arnott, you know, all these guys. And as I say, it's always the most difficult place to go. And I think without Van Veen, they do struggle. You know, he gives them that presence, that power and you're hoping he's fully fit after a, a good pre-season behind him and hopefully the games don't come too early. That's my only concern because Sligo have been paying, playing matches as I said.
2: Yeah. And Stephen, you'll know that, that Sligo Rovers have got a decent record. I mean, look at, um, from Northern Ireland last night, Linfield, and what they did, a, a one goal victory over Bodo Glimt who Absol- saw off Celtic. Absolutely. Massive result. Stephen, what do you think tomorrow night? What do you reckon?
5: I I think it's gonna be really tight. I think if we're gonna win I think we're just gonna edge it. Um, mm-hmm. maybe one or two one or two now. Uh, but hopefully another ninety minutes in the belt and then we get more fitness in the legs and van being and we sharp sharper for next week if we go over and do the job over two legs. But I do think it will be tight.
3: Good, Peter, what do you reckon? Well, I'm hoping Muller will, for sure, obviously. Um, I'm hoping yep. Muller will get the result, you know, because it's great for Scottish football. We've seen what they done for Rangers in that last year and what it done for the Scottish game, where people were talking about Rangers as running. It'd be fantastic if all the clubs could ever run in Europe again. Stephen, will you come in and join us soon then? We'll
2: sort that with James and we'll talk Mother yes. and everything to do with Scottish football and also the facilities for disabled fans because you've worked hard to improve it. And we'll talk about things soon.
5: Yep, perfect. Thanks, guys. Great, thanks,
2: Stephen. Stephen Reside, big Motherwell fan, joining us there. Still one 0 Celtic. Hatati. it was a sweet yeah. goal and almost two.
3: Almost two. They've hit the post twice in quick succession there But to be fair, at the other side, Tony Rolston again had a fantastic tackle. You know, last ditch tackle eh, to clear one. A great ball across, and he gets in in front. Great defending because he's inside the wide player, and he gets there first. You know, but then Celtic give up the other side there and they've hit the post twice in quick succession.
2: They were talking about the show on the Radio. I almost said the football show and the breakfast show this morning, Crofty and Grado, don't know if you heard them, and they were they were giving the, themselves a slagging. They said, well, we won't be presenting the football show because yesterday they said, oh, Hibernians in action in Europe. Of course, it was uh, the Maltese team. <laughs> that can happen, Peter, isn't it? There's so many. Oh, well, yeah. that's a,
3: all these pundits, you know what they're like. Yeah. <laughs> the guys
2: were plugging the show. Thanks for that. We'll be back tomorrow morning. 6 till 10 Crofty and Grado at breakfast Uh, it's another decent game there isn't it with uh, Celtic one up and Rangers last night against your old team West Ham 3-1 I know it's pre-season but Rangers will be pleased with that performance because it was a really strong West Ham team and the Rangers squad as well so we talked about the
3: Celtic squad there what about the Rangers squad looking stronger I think so I, I must admit because you look at it and you think Tom Lawrence and that's come in and listen I think they've lost a big chance for Celtic again there And they've lost a few players, but they've managed to get three or four in. And it seems as if they're ready. As soon as someone goes out, they're bringing someone in. But of good quality. You know, I think that's important. I think the quality's not dropping. And I think that's the thing that uh, the manager is always looking for. And it's probably his first stamp, which people would say, players-wise. Not his system, because he's changed the system within it, you know, during the season last year. Mm -hmm. But it's the first time he's got his stamp of getting the players that he would like you know, along with the work him and Ross Wilson have done together, knowing that Gio's probably going to go pace if they're going to play this Dutch 4-3-3, you know, it still gives you pace in the wide areas, you know, so Matundo does that for them, you know, and it still gives you that quality, as you say, with Tom Lawrence, who can play in numerous positions, he can play just off the left, he can play in the area behind the front men. Do you like that system, Peter? Yeah, I like any system, Paul. Systems, as long as you can manoeuvre the teams, because... People talk about a back four. Every time you play a back four, it's like a back three anyway because nine times out of ten, one of the full backs is away, the other one swing round and it becomes a back three. Mm-hmm. People get wrapped up in systems. But I think it's important at times in games, you know, you're, you're able to adjust because somebody can man marking your main player and if he can go somewhere else and play, it's fantastic, you know, and... I think Rangers have got that flexibility around about them with the squad that they've put together, as Celtic have got. And when I say Rangers
2: looking stronger, I mean stronger than they were this time last week. Okay, they've lost Calvin Bassey. we know that a had gone. Um are they looking stronger? It's too early to say, isn't it? There's is, what, forty three days to go, we'll find out. Well, we'll swing we... it back yeah. to
3: you now, Paul. And you say if Calvin Bassey had been a starter last year, I say I think his first game was against me with them You know, he hadn't been playing and then they played him at left back in that particular game and it was his first game of the season because obviously I'd been doing an analysis uh, prior to the game Mm -hmm. and Calvin hadn't been playing. But he was excellent. We were three down in 15 minutes and I think he he set up every goal. You know, he was fantastic in that particular game and then he managed to stay in the Rangers team since then. You know, and it was great credit to him and he played numerous positions and played them exceptionally well. So... At this time last year would you said the team was stronger the squad was stronger nobody knows yeah. and it's only you going and performing everybody yeah. knows right they're all performing at their best and if you get your squad performing at their best you've always got an opportunity Celtic proved that. you said the exact opposite last year then they start uh, Of course you know, nobody no, gave you know, Celtic a chance absolutely. for the title even yeah. the manager wasn't sorted out in the respect of, you know, people questioning, he's so, just in the door. Are you claiming the success of Calvin
2: Bassey was down to you in that game against Inferno? Probably the way <laughs> we played that night. Yes, <laughs> <I'm sorry>. probably <laughs> we, didn't we played, do you any favours. Uh, I know we get quite a lot of feedback when you said the other week you think the tournament comes too early, the League Cup, the Premier Sports Cup, because you're right. This look, look at St Johnson.
3: I mean, <laughs> I was at St Mirren last night, and they're giving Stevie dogs abuse after the yep. game, along with the team. Mm-hmm. Airdrie were better by far, Airdrie Mm -hmm. played really, really well on the game, but it also lets you know it's never easy. You know, if your players are not up to speed, and I'm not giving them any excuses and people should say I will move football, but I'm talking about if you're building a team together, I was going in as a new manager to a new club Mm -hmm. trying to build, but you don't get the time to change systems or squads and see people round about in different areas of the pitch. So you're trying to do that in games why you're trying to curry favour with winning matches, Mm. you know. It didn't stop Stevie getting criticism last night, he handled it exceptionally well. He spoke very clear after the game, talking about how disappointed he was, and quite rightly so, because his players didn't perform. But the players are not up to that speed yet, and I always think the first game of the season should be the league match. People will always question your friendlies anyway, but your performance. Mm. If you do really well, people say it's only a friendly. You know? I think you're right, and I just yep. think that everybody, yeah. when I was playing, everybody prepared for the first game of the season, which was mm. a league a league game. Yep. Then the cup comes after it. Fine, no problem. But definitely, a league game should be the first. That gives you the squad, and you also mind just talking. Derek McKenna's last week talking yep. about. This team will be completely different for the uh, the time the league com- programme comes around. Well, why have all these games in? Of course. And if you're a premiership team and you're out of the tournament or you know, if you're
2: struggling in it, it's a terrible start to the season. You're behind the eight ball all the way. Look at Callum Davidson now. They got the win last night to Elgin, but my goodness, they really needed it. So we know that just last year he won a double. You know, two seasons ago, but in 2020, 21, they won a double. Well, I think Callum two,
3: must be under pressure. I think two or three years ago although I think we got to the quarter-final and lost to Hibs yeah, we yeah. got to the quarter-final oh, yeah.
2: three years ago and, yep. and
3: then three last seasons. year we yep. were well, like Brazil sure. yep. in the, the cup yep. and I got sacked eleven games later mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it doesn't mean anything so I, I don't get wrapped up in that the biggest thing is making sure your team's prepared and I don't think the teams are getting that because the manager will still get the same criticism the players will still get the same criticism yeah. while they're trying to get their fitness in full view everybody you know trying to get that you can't take your team away and say right let's go and practice on this or whatever and that's always my argument what's it and people will say about part time look at the part time boys Jim McNally was saying last week he had 10 players yeah, Jim ends up getting beat 6-0 with somebody yep. but you're not allowed to play trialists Paul that's my big argument you're not allowed to play trialists in this even guys you're looking at you can't play them so Why? Why not? Exactly. Especially in the section. Okay, once you get into the next, okay, once sure. the section's finished, yeah. fine, they have got to be signed players because it gives you enough opportunity to see four or five games if you're going to play it. But for not being allowed to play the trials, And how many of these boys it's part-time are getting married or their friends are getting uh, married? Yeah. You, you said it, partners or teachers teach, or whatever. Everything yeah, like that. Sure. So Peter, for me, you're talking too much sense. will <laughs> not me, catch on. But, but for me, it's a waste yeah. of time yeah. then. Mm-hmm. You know? And there's, there's still the criticism will come. Let's hear from... Giovanni van Bronker, Celtic are still, still just one up, isn't it? It's a decent game, it's it? has been a very good game, a lot end of great chances, yep. Celtic are looking sharp, but laser know that, they started better, yep. but now Celtic are a lot more of the ball, and have had a, a couple of chances there, just by the post, and then one hit the post again, so, they've, they've started really well, mm-hmm. to be honest. after that 35 minutes. You're on Glasgow's own Go Radio, here's Ben Davis speaking about, well the
2: manager speaking about him, signed we, know he was at Preston, he's had a tough 18 months, hasn't played a lot of football, but he's now four million pound Rangers
4: player, a defender, uh, left-footed uh, defender. What we uh, we had to uh, add to our squad. More than happy that uh, that he joined us, and uh, looking forward to, to to work with with Ben uh, in the coming seasons. Yeah, well, I mean, it's sometimes you know you make uh, you make moves, and in the end, uh, you know it doesn't uh, go as planned. And uh, I think Liverpool was very. Uh, uh, very good for him. Uh, of course, he wanted to play more minutes, but uh, you know we will give him uh, the chance to uh, to revive his career because you know he definitely has the qualities to play uh, play for. Jurgen Klopp said
2: of him, um, he belongs on a big stage for sure. European football, Rangers is a big club, and Ben Davis will do well for them.
3: Yeah, I think so too. I I know he was playing really well at Preston at the time when he was getting linked with Celtic. Then all of a sudden Liverpool came in and teen him because he had a big injury crisis with centre backs. But I like the fact that he's a balanced left sider. I like that. You know, he can buy all the right footers because that was my concern. You look at Goldston, and John Souter, two right footers, and I just thought to myself, okay, that's a little bit different for them, you know, because Bassi gave them that natural. But the fact that Ben's a natural left footer. And that, as I say, yeah, it's not just a simple thing getting you know, get out in a the player. It fit your balance of your team. And that's what it seems to be Gio is very happy with. Let's hear more from Gio about the squad changes.
2: Well,
4: I think it's always good to, to have freshness, of course. We lost players, some players on loan, some contracted we didn't uh, extend. And, uh, you know, I think we were very, uh, very early in, in changing all those players with, with new players coming in. Uh, you know, fresh blood, energy. I think it's always good to, to have some new faces every season. So, uh, you know, it's going to be a long season for us, and you know, I'm happy with the squad as it stands now.
3: Does he sound happy to you about the squad overall? Absolutely. You, know, you still think he's going to be two or three players to bring in on top of that. But as managers, always want to improve their yeah. squad. But I agree with him 100%. There is nothing better. Even if you're successful, I think it's so important you freshen the group for the boys that's already been there. Even if, as I say, even if they've been successful, probably more importantly, because you want to reignite that again and keep that going and that quality and that level up. And to do that, you bring better players into your training ground, everybody else gets a spark from it, as well as the supporters. Players look forward to that as well. As we see, oh, Celtic just almost, <laughs> oh, just, uh, they hit the post again. Yeah, great yeah, midfield, Matt, run Matt Reilly, yep. you know, and he's got a good flick on it over Arthur, and it's come back off the post. So that's the yep. third time for Celtic to fit the post. We didn't think we'd
2: be speaking tonight about another Scott winning. Uh, gold at the world championships Laura Muir as we know got the bronze she's a fantastic athlete what about this young man Jake Whiteman winning we've all seen it today I think and his dad was the commentator so he won the 1500 he's the first Briton to win uh, that gold since 1983 to be the world champion at the 1500 metres
3: oh the hardest thing ever you know, you, you, if you've ever run it... It's... I've actually, yeah. <laughs> but at yeah. pace, I mean Paul. Yeah, I'm not that pace now. <laughs> you know, it's a water yeah. run. It's a really difficult because some runs you do like yeah. that in pre-season and they're hard enough, you know, but a fantastic achievement and it's brilliant you know and as you say it's already having all the facilities in the world you know, you've know, you got to have heart yep. and guts and to run the 1500 metres you have to have heart and guts well done know. well done Jake we're back with Peter next
1: the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com your local friendly experts for new and used cars let's go 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 go, go.
2: thanks Chris Celtic has scored
3: goal number two and Peter Grant is made in Japan again absolutely fantastic pass made it, finishes it off but Hatati's fantastic weighted pass great run first time finish and Celtic have certainly deserved it because as I said they've hit the post three or four times now but the midfielders are getting forward and I think that's the modern day game you're, you're looking for midfielders a lot of them sit behind the ball but Celtic have broke that line quite a lot tonight and Callum McGregor's playing like, well, as if he's on midfield on his own so you've got Matt uh, Riley and you've got uh, Hatati yeah. making the forward runs and forward passes and Celtic are a, a real threat
2: minute left of the first half of the Arthur Borut's, um testimonial game. 2-0 Celtic and they've got a huge bench. So you'd expect changes in the second half, Peter, as a, another effort there at the other end, but well over the top. Uh, yeah, the Celtic will they'll change, what, five, six, seven players? Yeah,
3: you know, I think the manager's done that quite a bit, you know. be he, careful with it. You know, he wants to get the minutes in the legs. As you say, he's probably got this game and the next one against Norwich. That's the two games they have and then they're into the Aberdeen, you know, so then that's when the fun starts. Absolutely (laughs) it does. That's a week on Saturday,
2: or Sunday for Celtic with Aberdeen, Rangers at Livingston and all the other clubs as well. Jesse Lingard, I see the bid is in from your old club West Ham, but still no word on it. You like to see him go there?
3: Yeah, I think, listen, he's another one that needs to play. Mm. And now they're talking about Nottingham Nottingham. Forest.
2: Why would he go to Forest? Would it be down to money? Would they
3: well that's the only way you would talk about if you're talking about West Ham and Nottingham Forest yeah. at this moment mm-hmm. in time you know I was fortunate enough I was there for four weeks with Big Alex with, of with, course you know, that's right. fantastic club fantastic as support. long as that four weeks yeah but <laughs> we were there and obviously they didn't bring <laughs> in a few signings and we went yeah. ok thanks very yeah. much that was a promise and we, yeah. we left but it was a fantastic club fantastic fan base and a really really good club and I hope they're very successful but if I was at this moment in time seeing where West Ham are yeah. you know in the stadium nearly 60,000 and Jesse has been there mm-hmm. But because he's taken so long to make that decision up it makes me worry that there's something else in it whether it's money he's looking for or why he's not going to West Ham anybody knows and only David and that of probably announce that.
2: Of course. That's the half-time whistle. The camera's there on Arthur boritz 2-0 Celtic at half-time. Peter, um, I see that um, Jurgen Klopp has been awarded the Freedom of the City of Liverpool. Have you been made a free man of, of your town in Lanarkshire? No, no, <laughs> no that's never going to happen No, no, no. they yeah. probably freed. Ah, <laughs> oh, hardly. And there's one of the headlines there, Calvin Bassey, we can see uh, on Sky there. He's off to Ajax. It's definite £22.6 million is what it'll rise to. Um, a terrific player. And he's done it at a really high level uh, with
3: Rangers uh, and also in a Europa League final. Listen, I thought he was outstanding in the final. Yeah. Man of the bit, match? Yes. yes. But I think... You could have picked a lot of the games where I felt that anyway. You know his performances and thoroughly deserves the opportunity, and I'm delighted that he's made the decision that he wants to go to Holland to Ajax. He's young and they've got this great thing of selling players on again if they do really well, and it's a fantastic arena to play in, Paul as well. Twenty-two point seven million they're saying now. Nathan Patterson was sixteen
2: million, rising to that. Joe Rebo rising to ten million. Alan Hutton was nine. And Giovanni van Bronckhorst was eight and a half million. He's going to be number 33 at Ajax. Um, but you think it's a move that will be good for him. Doesn't that happen too often, does it? They would go to Holland. They normally produce their own players.
3: Well, I was going to say that. It's very unusual yeah. for um, Ajax especially because mm-hmm. they like to provide their own, whether they're 16, 17. And that's where they're probably ahead of the rest of us. They're willing to play the kids early and they, they get a bit of criticism at times, you know, because they don't do so well in Europe but they're giving people an opportunity and all of a sudden, if you look at the money that club's made over the years, it's been Mm -hmm. quite phenomenal and probably the Bosman rule came in hindered them along like you saw the clubs like Monaco who used to nurture a hell of a lot of players but because the Bosman ruling came in and there was no fees after a certain age, it stopped them having all that, that finance Good job, because Ajax and Monaco would have been blowing everybody else out of the water because they were earning that so much money for the quality of players they were bringing through. At the other
2: end, what about a player that's been around for a long time? He still says he's got a few years left in him, Cristiano Ronaldo. Looks as though he's not going to play for Man United again. Um, He's been over in Portugal. I see that Piers Morgan's almost like his, um, his spokesman, but saying he's unlikely to play because they reckon they don't match his ambition. What's Ten Hag going to say to that? They've brought in Eric Ten Hag, um, do you expect great things of him, or is it going to take too much time for them to get back to the Champions League to keep Ronaldo happy?
3: I think it's not about keeping Ronaldo happy. You've got to remember Manchester United, the club they are. Mm-hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo is the second in my lifetime mm-hmm. best player, Messi. you know, outside Messi. You know, yep. There's, Ronaldo has been absolutely phenomenal. We're very, very lucky yep. to be living in this time with these two players, but no player is bigger. There is absolutely no player bigger. But listen, it was everybody's Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. He scored 18 or whatever goals it was last season. He's done his part, you know? So at the end of the day, if there's a reason why the manager sat down with him, but I don't think that's happened, why he's not playing or why he's not going to be part of it or the, the system's not going to suit either or, you've got to be honest with him. And Manchester United should be honest with him, say, listen, we're a better team, we're a different type of striker. But listen, there's no money of Cristiano Ronaldo's. And, Aldo's. and mm. for me, it's the financing that goes round about Cristiano. You're talking about his age, and that's obviously a concern for people, but it's everything else that goes with him. The team has to... Uh, genuinely for the way he plays, the team has to be built round that. That's so, so important for the type of character he is. Uh, Not the type of character, the type of player he is. So you don't blame Ronaldo, if if that's true? I I do blame him for not turning up. I'd have done what Robert Lewandowski done you know, Lewandowski turns up to train training, even though they couldn't agree with Barcelona. You should always turn up to your training. Mm-hmm. You should always play... You know I'm a big one on that. That's why I, sh- I don't think you should speak in the mm-hmm. press. And that, that's the only thing that disappoints me. So I'm disappointed in Ronaldo for that scenario. He should be at the training ground, doing his training with everybody else. And if the manager wants to make go to America, he should be in America. It doesn't matter who you are. But the bottom line is, they've got to come to some agreement somewhere along the line to make them get this situation sorted.
2: And final point from south of the border and abroad in Europe, Lewandowski, you've just mentioned him, the deal has been done, he is off to Barcelona, he's still got plenty in
3: him. A fantastic number nine, you know, you're you're looking at him, you think, name many number nines, the only interesting thing for me is, it's the first number nine I've probably seen for a hell of a long time at Barcelona, because they always play, the front three all can either play in the left or the right or through the middle, and they usually had that, Len Dowski is a number nine who wants to play through the middle. So it'll be very, very interesting to see the way they perform because that is his position I don't see Robert Lewandowski playing outside left or outside right that's for sure but through the middle there's not many better strikers
2: Well Chris is on traffic and travel tonight spotted something for Celtic fans we'll tell you in a moment or two uh, for Rangers fans well 3-1 win last night against West Ham and the manager GVB was he happy with that performance? Well I
4: get a lot of positives I think play well you know we wanted to get another game uh, under our belt against a very uh, good opponent of course a very uh, good side from the Premier League and uh, so for us it was really good to to play against West Ham today and uh, you know what I saw on the pitch uh, was very satisfying and uh, so yeah all in all a very positive night
2: so next stop for Rangers not next stop obviously they've got Tottenham at the weekend then they're going to have Livingston but before we know it they'll be playing against the Belgian side Union SG we broke the news on Monday when the draw came in Peter what do you make
3: of it? I watched that very closely last year Paul I thought they'd done very well the first part of the season they were excellent they were leading Mm. the league and, I think they've went and newly about, promoted, sorry, yeah, at the time, were Yeah, they? they were. I think they've went about it slightly different. I'm not sure, I'll probably be corrected here, but I think they tried to do something like, something like the Red Bull and that, Done bring a lot of youngsters in and whatever, and they've done exceptionally well. My only concern is that people don't get sucked in and think, well, it's not Anderlecht or it's not Ghent or whatever, you know, and think it's going to be easy. If they've managed to keep most of their players, it'll be a difficult game, you know? Let's not be kidded. Belgian football, obviously, they've got the top quality national team, you know, but they've done very well for where they came from to what leading that league with all the teams that's in it, the so called big teams. And that's always a concern for me, you know, I'm like about the teams that don't sound like Anderlecht or not the same name as Anderlecht because everybody knows Anderlecht. But as soon as it's someone else in Belgium, like, we'll beat them. That is not going to be the case, and it could be a very difficult hurdle. So I'm just hoping Rangers play as well as they possibly can and get through in that, obviously.
2: They've got every chance, haven't they? And then they would only be two games away from the Champions League. and Can you imagine having Celtic and Rangers? at the big table
3: oh it'd be fantastic for the big cup oh yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> fantastic listen and we keep saying it you know it's so important you know that we keep Scottish f- uh, football at the forefront yep. you know I think it's so important because we want to attract the best players to these teams you know that's what we want to do so we're greedy we want the best football we played in Glasgow me for Celtic obviously others <laughs> for yep. Rangers but that's the way it is and I want the best players to come to Celtic so the only way you can attract them is getting further and further in Europe and it's proven with Rangers this year you know yep. we do never so well everybody knows about it and everybody wants their players so that just shows you how important it is Rangers have got Tottenham at the weekend it's a good attractive game to go to isn't it fantastic yeah. you know listen you want yeah. to play against the best players and judge yourself against the best players and it'll be interesting because a different tactic that Conti's obviously been in there and playing a back three mm-hmm. so Gio will be working on his tactics how does it work against a better quality side and that's the always important part as I say he can cha- challenge that in friendlies that's why I say the cup competition for me prior to it, Rangers don't have that worry. All their preparation is saying, well, we can try this and let's see how we play up against the back three because maybe come against that in Europe and you can work on that. they have done something against West Ham last night and they can do something again differently against Tottenham at the weekend. And of course, for the first time in many, many years,
2: they're playing at the same time, on the same day. The Celtic playing Norwich, Are you gonna, you, you will be going surely to see yes, your too Yes, at this teams. moment
3: in time, that's what I'm, yeah. am, I'm aiming for. You know, unless something changes, that that's what I'm aiming for. Well, a Job yeah. offer, you mean? No, <laughs> no, no, no I have nothing like that. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. But as I say, I, I, listen, Norwich is a fantastic club. You know, I really enjoyed yeah. it. And the fans will love coming up here. You know, they love yeah. coming up to Glasgow. There is no doubt of that.
2: And Celtic two up at half time, and Chris spotted it. You spotted it too. That the captain hasn't got the, the the mask, mask
3: on now the, the face mask <laughs> on so that's good news though isn't it I uh, mean, you... it probably is yeah. Callum will think he's a good looking boy you know what I mean <laughs> so it probably is for him but as I say he'd done fantastically well to play with that because it couldn't have been comfortable and any player will tell you there's nothing worse when you've got something hindering you whether it's on your arm or your face or whatever but I never hindered his performances last year but listen he looks in top form even this early in the season so far he's set up a few opportunities there for Celtic so his vision's definitely not been impaired that's for sure
2: the Japanese stars are on form again as we head to six o'clock. They're, uh, they're on form. Hatate and Maeda, two up Celtic.
3: Well, Hatate looks fit now because I yeah. thought he was needing a rest. At the it's PhD. understandable. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. 100%. Because you forget these guys have been playing around the, the, the clock, really. You know, for last season, straight into another league. You know, going again. And as I said many times, the Scottish League's not as easy as people think. Every game, whether you're winning, and the demands for the manager, they expect the team to go for 90
2: minutes. This time tomorrow night, Rob McLean will be here with Leanne Creighton. So it'll be great to hear them from five. And Peter, you'll be back again next week. Hopefully, Paul, if you're asked. Yeah, thank you. You're, you're asked. <laughs> you're invited. A pleasure. Then. Look forward to it. A joke all day will be up after the news.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go.
0: Go, 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 go! Service your existing car with us right now
1: (coughs) and it's worth £500 off your next car.
0: Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota-trained technicians.
1: We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota.
0: Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley.
1: Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow.
0: Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.